Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Jones, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily features an interview with Holden Page, the director of FinLedger, HW Media's fintech-focused newsroom. In this episode, Page joins me to discuss the biggest stories coming out of the FinLedger newsroom this and last week. During the episode, Page discusses startup company Informed IQ securing $20 million in a Series A funding round and examines what this means for the identity verification market. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. As a top 10 subservicer with a 98% customer satisfaction rate, TMS does business a different way and it does it well. They deliver next level service with next level technology innovations like Simi, their servicing portal that can help make a lender's job a breeze. So when you're ready to have the service put back into your subservicing, go to subservicing.themoneysource.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Housing Wire's Monday Morning Cup of Coffee, which is a segment of Housing Wire Daily. My name is Victoria Jones, and I'm Housing Wire's digital producer. Today, I'm joined with Holden Page, who is the director of FinLedger, the fintech-focused HW media brand that focuses on the people, companies, and strategies, the power innovation in fintech. Holden, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Well, for our listeners who may not know you yet, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and FinLedger? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, my name's Holden Page. I, um, on the personal notes, I went mountain biking yesterday, and that's what I'm going to do for the rest of the summer. Uh, I live in Minnesota, just outside of Minneapolis, um, and uh, headquarters of U.S. Bank and stuff. So that's uh, partially why uh, I, I've got exposed to this industry. Uh, prior to that, worked at Crunchbase, um, a private venture capital-based company, and as for FinLedger, um, we really want to expose to folks uh, the, the, the technical and um, innovative uh, things that lead and empower uh, the innovation happening here. Um, we wrote post articles on, you know, women in fintech uh, and um, other cool stuff happening. So, yeah. (laughs) Great. Well, today we'll be discussing some of the hottest topics that came out of the Fit and Ledger newsroom last week, as well as what stories you're likely to discuss this week. But before we dive in on that, Holden, what were some of the topics that caught your eye last week? I know Informed IQ, which automates verifications for financial companies, has secured $20 million in a Series A round, as well as Pipe, which is a company that has built a trading platform for recurring revenues, reached a $2 billion valuation with a $250 million investment. But what specifically stood out to you? Yeah, so on the informed IQ front, what's really interesting about that and really timely is uh, a reporter, Rebecca, focused and did a story analyzing the identity verification market. So she talked to people from MasterCard and other startups that are really active in this space. And the reason why we covered that story is so far just this year, 
a little over a billion dollars has been put into those companies. So that's pretty insane. Um, it's it, it shows the need and the demand for these kinds of services. And that's really been accelerated by COVID, the addition of, you know, uh, fraud because of digitals, most e-commerce, you know, we're, we're, we're leaning towards more digital offerings uh, just across the board in financial services. And that has opened up a lot more opportunity for nefarious actors to take advantage of those systems. The, the other interesting part of this is, you know, companies like Informed and, and others, obviously, that have raised money in this space have to strike a unique balance which is they have to detect fraud with these machine learning algorithms that you know other startups and and, and large companies use um, for digital purchases. And with balancing that, they also need to make sure people get through um, the the people that are doing uh, you know legitimate purposes and are real people uh, as fast as possible, so that these same companies don't lose sales. Uh, and, and it's really interesting to see, you know, the machine learning algorithms that are being put in place uh, and, and the technical knowledge needed to be able to do this. And that may explain why there's so much going into this as well. It's not, you know, you have to have capital and you have to be able to hire those engineers that are able to 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 strike that balance. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for answering that. Let's discuss this week's likely stories. So what stories is the Finledger newsroom going to be focusing on this week? You know, just this morning, something interesting happened. Um, so special purpose acquisition companies have really taken off. And for those of you who don't know what that is, basically an investor goes out um, and attracts a, a bunch of money um, from other investors, goes public with that, and then they use that vehicle to acquire other companies. So this has been a popular way for a bunch of startups to exit, but also a way for fintech startups to exit. And it's faster, it's more efficient. You don't have to go through as many processes uh, with banks. The problem with that is, is uh, since those regulations are a bit looser, um, right now, we're seeing an underperformance on the market. So I think uh, the Wall Street Journal reported that they're, um, pro, you know, twelve percent down from when they opened, and that poses an issue, right? That removes um, incentive for these late stage fintech companies to uh, go public this way, and that has an impact on investors who are looking for that exit. Um, they they obviously want to see a return as soon as possible. And it definitely, uh, you know, removes the allure of SPACs in a way that um, isn't really positive for at least those, you know, looking for that opportunity, including the employees of these companies who have been who have been working for a really long time uh, to do this. The the other thing is too on these SPACs, you only have two years to make an acquisition, or you have to return all this money to investors. And that's pretty wild. Uh, and, and so if they can't find these late stage companies to take public uh, from founders, they're gonna have to return that money. And that's just not, not a very hot look. So I wanna, the newsroom to kind of look into how that could impact the FinTech startups, which ones we're looking to 
go public via SPAC or rumored to be and, and intermingle that and find the intersection with that latest news. Yeah. Interesting. I'm definitely going to be looking forward to reading that. But for our listeners that want to learn more about FinLedger or maybe get in touch with you, where should they go and how should people find you? Yeah. So there's a few ways to get a hold of me. Big fan of Twitter. Uh, Holden the page is my Twitter handle. Feel free to DM me. Uh, the other thing is hpage at finledger.com is my email. I you know, I use Superhuman, an email client that helps you get through emails as fast as possible. Uh, it works better. But yeah, uh, send an email. Uh, you can also get a hold of the newsroom um, through editor at finledger.com. Uh, to send us pitches, tips, and just other things that you think are moving the industry forward. Um, We're big fans of doing interviews of folks who uh, are experts in their field and want to uh, drive innovation at firms. And there's a newsletter, correct? Yes. And there is also a newsletter called the FinLedger Daily, where we uh, aggregate the things that are happening in the subsectors of fintech, so prop tech, bank tech, prop, uh, you know, crypto, and all of that. And we do write a daily editorial note uh, that focuses on the story of the day uh, and and adds some context to to what that means for the broader fintech landscape. All right, listeners. Well, thanks for tuning in to another recording of Monday Morning Cup of Coffee. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you back here next Monday. Until then, you can check out Housing Wire Daily. You don't want to miss out on all the amazing interviews we have planned this week. So Holden, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing Housing Wire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.